Here we are on the phone with uh, a guy I've been excited to talk to, uh, considering how scams are so prevalent in our world. Speaking with David McClellan, who is the president of SocialCatfish.com. Good morning, David. Good morning, and thanks for having me. 100%. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, ever since... Uh, I don't know, years ago when scams started becoming a thing uh, for phones and then the Internet. But now you take that and 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 next level it with shows like Tinder Swindler and Bad Vegan and all the crazy true crime stuff, which are so in right now. Um, there is a place in the world, obviously, for socialcatfish.com. Did you create it because you or someone close to you was a victim of a romance scam? No, not at all. Um, I always joke around and say I'm probably the worst person to have started the company. Um, <laughs> I've never dated online. Okay. I've never been scammed. When uh, we originally started this company, uh, I had a business partner uh, of mine, and um, you know we were online and, and we would you know build websites, and we quickly realized that the internet is the wild, wild west. I mean, you can pretend to be whoever you want to be. Sure. Catfish, the TV show, had just come out. And we're like, you know, there's really not a service to allow people to verify other people. What I didn't know going into this is that majority of catfishing, we think of it, we see, you know, catfish the TV show, we think of it as innocent, but most of it um, involves scamming. Right. And so, you know, we quickly realized that, you know, over a six month to 12 month period, you know, we are answering customer phone calls on our own and talking to each of these people, which allowed us to build software and tools over the years. And so, there's probably nobody else in the world that deals with this more than we do other than maybe the authorities. Um, you know, we have millions of people that come to us, you know, every single month. You know, we help out, you know, hundreds of thousands of people every single year. We produce a lot of content to educate people, you know, about these scams. You just can't be too careful. Now, I mean, what's involved here? And you don't have to go through the entire process, but I mean, how do you have the ability to verify whether someone is real or not? Yeah, so um, most people have, you know, what we call footprints online. So, you know, whether it's, you know, social media or an email or, um, you know, pictures, you know, a lot of times people use the same, you know, usernames. And so, you know, there's like most people, even if they're not super public, have some public information, whether they have a LinkedIn account or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whether they've been in online chat rooms. There's also additionally, you know, just public, public records with phone numbers and emails and addresses. So we take all that information, we put all these footprints together to validate if somebody's real or not. And so, you know, with pretty high certainty, we can determine, you know, if somebody's, you know, being fraudulent and not being forthcoming about, like, who they are or, you know, somebody's actually a legitimate person. Right. You know, the thing that amazed me about Tinder Swindler, and I found myself almost yelling at the television, when, <laughs> when, when that young lady was first asked for money by this guy who apparently was the son of a diamond, you know, um, millionaire billionaire i mean why didn't he ask daddy for the money that was the thing that kept on popping up in my head and, and you know love makes us kind of blind at times so let's go to kansas kansas ranks 18th on the catfished state list the average victim losing just over thirty thousand dollars i mean that's a that's an annual salary for a lot of people yeah absolutely and what's what's terrible about these types of scams is they're not just you know, a one and done type scam. And we all say, we all see that, you know, these shows and we're like, oh, like, how could they just hand over money? You know, these people are groomed over a period of time. Mm. And so, you know, the, the part that, you know, we don't see a lot of times are the hours that these scammers spend grooming these victims. And so it's not just, you know, getting on a phone call or meeting somebody or, you know, uh, emailing back and forth. It's, 
hours and hours and hours of chatting. It's when you wake up, they're like, Hey, good morning, babe. How are mm. you? Yep. You know, when you go to bed, it's like, good evening, you know, like have a good night, have a good rest. And they're there all the time and they're spending hours and hours and hours grooming these victims where they have their guard down. They also typically have a backstory. And so, you know, we say, Oh, why can't you ask daddy? Or why can't you ask whoever? And they usually set that story up. They say, you know, somebody's, you know, deceased or, you know, they don't talk to their family anymore mm. or they don't have this person in their life. And so when it comes time to ask you for money, you know, you realize, okay, well, they don't have anybody. I'm the only person they have because I'm also talking for hours and hours every single day. Right. Kind of like um, inventing Anna. She just never would be forthcoming completely with the whole dad part of that whole story. But so why, uh, David, are we as humans so easy to scam when it comes to romance? So a lot of these romance scams that actually happen don't happen on dating sites. You know, these scams evolve, and what happens is, is these scammers, they actually build out a playbook. And so, you know, we all make fun of the Nigerian prince days. And, and, <laughs> but, I'm still and, waiting and for my money, dude. I still have not seen yeah. my, my fortune. So Exactly. So, but these are evolution of those Nigerian prince days where, you know, the, the letters, they used to send letters in the mail and then, you know, the AOL, AOL instant chat rooms. And, and now they've evolved, you know, to dating sites, social media sites, um, you know, um, you know, other types of chat rooms. And even those apps we play, you know, like words with friends where you can talk to people. And so a lot of times people have their guard down and, you know, there are certain types of people that are more susceptible to these scams. But we've talked to every single person, you know, people that are super educated, that have the doctorate, lawyers, uh, business owners, you know, people that have, you know, double masters. And, you know, everybody is susceptible to scams. And, and, and the reason being is, you know, it's not just getting somebody to actually click on a link, which, which does happen, by the way, with some of these scams. Sure. But it's just it's, people are being groomed. And, you know, we have a natural... Um, like it's, but love is a natural human need, right? And so if somebody gives us that emotion, that feeling, these people often truly believe that they're in a relationship. And so because of that, they're willing to do things. And, you know, how many times is, you know, your significant other asks you to do something and you don't want to do it, but you do it because you care for them. Right. And these victims are, are doing something similar. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that funny how we have such a need for human connection um, that it can unfortunately lead us to this. Um, I'm still dumbfounded about gift card scamming and how this all works. I, I was I was giving a, uh, a lift ride to, to a customer a couple months ago, and, and she told me a, in length on this 10-minute ride about how this customer of hers kept on coming in with, you know, purchasing gift cards, and she tried to stop them from buying them. I mean, explain this to me, because I still don't quite get it. So scammers want to use means that are untraceable, and so this allows them to set another layer between them and, and the victims and the, the authorities. And so they use gift cards. They'll use money mules. So sometimes you meet somebody in line and they don't ever ask you for money. Sometimes they'll send you money and ask you to send it to them. And so you can get involved in money laundering and not know that you're involved. The um, gift card scams, essentially the way that they work is, you know, they, these victims, they buy gift cards. They scratch them off. They send the back of the gift card. The scammer goes to a site like Paxful or, you know, there's a million other sites that, you know, do gift card conversions. Sometimes they have somebody local. So if they're overseas in Nigeria or China, there's a local guy that will, um, you know, deposit the money for them. And so they get about um, 80 cents on the dollar. Um, 
depending on where they are in the chain. So if they're running the scam on their own, they'll get the higher end, 80 cents on the dollar. If they're going through other people, they could get as low as 10 cents on the dollar for the money that they're getting because there's other people, you know, taking some of that cut. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. This is exhausting. It seems like so much work to go through. Yeah. But uh, so can you share a story with me, David, uh, a story, an example of a, of a scam where socialcatfish.com basically came to the rescue and saved the day, pre- preventing a potential victim from getting scammed? <laughs> we, we probably have a million of them. Um, but one one of the ones we did, and it's on our YouTube channel, so we produce a, a YouTube video every Wednesday where we profile somebody we've done an investigation for. Um, but we did an intervention last year um, with a lady that <clears throat> um, her family had come to us. And so her daughter and her son had come to us and said, look, my mom, um, she's been talking to the scammer for eight months. You know, her and my dad have been married for 50 years. Wow. And she's she was currently in a relationship. And, you know, the the, the dad super, super nice guy, just not a very loving person. And I think that that's what she was missing out of this relationship. And Mm -hmm. over a long period of time, she didn't have it. And she wasn't looking for love. She just got an Instagram account because her kids urged her to get one. She gets one and then a random stranger uh, starts contacting her and she ignored him the first four or five times they messaged her. And they were, you know, persistent. And then over a period of time, he groomed her and he started telling her things that she hadn't heard in over 50 years in her relationship. Mm-hmm. And so she uh, proceeded to, you know, talk to this person every single night and started giving him money and had given him, you know, uh, you know, 50, I think it was like $55,000, $60,000 um, out of the retirement. And, um, you know, the husband found out, you know, froze the account and we ended up doing an intervention. So, um, you know, we came up with, we, we, did this investigation, came up with all these facts. We tracked the person down. They were overseas in, in Africa and, um, and uh, you know, were able to, you know, stop the scam. Uh, one of the things, though, is this person had gotten a hold of all of her personal information. So he had access to her Facebook account and her email and even her phone. He was receiving tourist messages as we were sending them to her. And so we had to reset everything. Kids and her husband was tarnished. Um, you know, but at least, you know, they were able to walk away without, you know, losing any more money. Before it was too late. I mean, it could have obviously gotten a lot worse and the relationship, while all needs to be mended, at least the relationship is still there with her family, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked to people that have lost over a million dollars. No. You know, people that make $50,000 a year, you know, over the course of four, five, six years, they get $700,000 somehow between loans and borrowing money from friends and family and, 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 they don't realize until it's too late what's really happening. Right. The thing I liked about the list you put out as far as where the states rank, uh, as far as romance scams are concerned, I grew up in the state of Maine. Maine, very low on the list. And you know what that is? We are we are a rigid people up in Maine. <laughs> we got high walls and we're very suspicious. We're a, we're a tough nut to crack once you get north of Boston. So, Yeah, what we see, like a lot of communities that are very social, you know, tend to be more open to talking to people online. And this, this is what makes them more susceptible to fall through scams. And because, you know, these, like I said, you know, these, these scammers are not going out and asking for money, you know, uh, you know, right away. Sometimes they are, but the good scammers are, are, you know, typically grooming people over a period of time. We've even seen scammers that have groomed people for over a year before asking for money for the first time. Dark path. They, you know, go down. 
My goodness. This is great information. Uh, David McClellan, president of socialcatfish.com, a great site. You're, you're, you are literally, I mean, it's not an overstatement. You're saving lives, literally, because um, who knows how far down the rabbit hole one could go uh, in desperation.